I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach podcast. I am Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach, and I have the pleasure of hosting Bhavesh B, an inspiration in the world of yoga and spirituality today. Today we talk about the connection of life and death. Bhavesh talks about the siddhis offered by Patanjali Maharishi and we explore the significance of holy spiritual places unraveling the wisdom embodied within them. Enjoy. I'm sure you must have read near death experiences yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, what yeah, are your yeah. thoughts on the I think the, it's very very good but I think your level of consciousness decides how you're going to die. Hmm. That is my limited understanding. In fact if I ask you you die every night when you go to sleep as a world then you wake up again. Yeah. In fact the whole thing was how do you die connected? You know when Yeah, you know these great saints they had experienced death like Ramana Maharishi experienced death three to four times at a very early age and all these great saints and even by default or on purpose? By default. Like an accident or something happened. Yeah, like okay. he experienced death while at a very young age at the age of 6 or 12 I think. Hmm. He had glimpses. Hmm. He left his body came back, left his body came back. and he realized that you never die but now when we talk about it again there'll be question who kuch bhi baat kar raha hai ye kar raha hai but it's an experiential shift what are your thoughts on siddhis because when people start <laughs> talking about you know spirituality like i want superpowers <laughs> right like how do you start thinking about siddhis without the greed you know i personally know a lot of people who have some so called amazing siddhis but i run away from siddhis hmm. like while taking classes people were asking me siddhi for just, people who don't siddhis patanjali maharishi in chapter number 3 has beautifully explained siddhis in detail hmm. in fact even we get siddhis at time at times you know you're thinking about something and it happens hmm. but in that state you know it is going to happen because it is a constant power to so siddhis occults hmm. and patanjali maharishi has given hundreds or 200 of siddhis hmm. but it comes with ego oh he's made a list of all the kinds of in chapter number 3 give me some like what kind of things that people won't believe it but you can read people's mind these are small you can go through the wall you can also by focusing on the moon i can get all the information of the moon hmm. then i can stop time then the ashta siddhis that hanuman ji had the great hmm. becoming small big materializing and rishikesh there was a man who could materialize anything hmm. so there are people which siddhis but i think the highest siddhi is that you are a part of nature the sun is shining ganga is flowing i am talking to you you are alive breathing and next it is to be in the highest state of consciousness rest everything is an ego trap yeah so this very anti siddhi i think if the listeners don't take anything away except from this ego thought yeah what are the steps to start understanding your ego and moving away from it you know that is the first step for spiritual evolution first i personally believe you have to come into an acceptance that things are never going to go your way you may give whatever you want the results are never in your hand accept it secondly you think that you're running the show but there's someone greater up who's running the show he it she whatever it's an energy and once you align yourself i think everything will fall into place as i always say no it should not be ego it should be i go when the i dissolves everything is gone <laughs> i go yeah i go that's it so whenever even now while talking to you i'm being very aware because it is my ego talking but at the end it is our current state of understanding that's it and you know more than that it is your state of mind that makes the situation 
very serious, very attached, or just a joke. I'm realizing that. Mm-hmm. There's a lovely saying that said, "Man takes seriously what God made for as a joke." Yeah, you know, I love that. I'm just like, I know, there is so much fear of God. Mm. Oh my God, there is so God much fearing. Fear. Let's break this word down. What are God fearing people, and why do we need God fearing people? You know, I have been going through this and understanding that there is a certain wherever there is spirituality, there is fear of God. There is religion. There are rituals, and there is so much of unattend. You know, let me put it another way. There's so much of space that is putting you in darkness. But trust me, God is super cool. God loves everyone, and God is within you. So have no fear. I think it has been created and generated with time by the society or by whatever. Yeah. God will never. You will punish yourself. Your 100%. own mind will punish yourself. You're shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. So God has nothing to do. In fact, karmas and all of that are part yeah. of you punishing yourself only. But I have seen people having fear. Oh no! You know what, Bhavesh? I didn't offer this today. Oh no! You know I made a mistake while chanting. No, don't worry. Hmm. That energy is equal for everyone. Maybe a controversial topic, but the outwardly show of. Respect to God versus the inwardly show of respect to God. Hmm. There are two things to it. There are two kinds of people. For beginners who need some support, they worship God outwardly. For example, I'm worshiping Shiv, worshiping Krishna. I know someone is there. That is bhakti. I know someone is looking after me. I know because that is my temperament. But on the other hand, God is within me. Both the approaches are same, but the problem is you should realize that the outside God and the inside God both are one. Mm. The If God you that you feel that, inside, yeah, and the one that you worship. Yeah, because outside. that outside God with proper knowledge will take you inward. Mm. But when you say that my God is cooler than your God, then that my daddy the, strongest. Yeah, my daddy strongest. Mm. Yeah. You know, you go to a lot of temples. You go to a lot of caves where yeah. you know that have a lot of energy, etc. What is the role of these spaces and places in our journey or in the world? That's actually a very good question because people tell me that oh, you know what? You talk God is inside. You talk about Vedanta, and all of a sudden I see you climbing mountains and going there. The fact is, if you meditate in cremation ground, now if you meditate in Badrinath, there's hell of a difference. These places are charged to help you in your spiritual evolution. So we need that to recharge ourselves. And when you go to such places, automatically you will be charged. For example, if I'm spending time with smokers, I'll become a passive smoker. Similarly, if you're going to a very charged place, it changes and shifts your consciousness. But the attitude should be there to change. Hmm. Otherwise, temple or graveyard both are same. So your intention plays a very important role. Are there beginner places to go to that you feel like, oh, you know, like if you just want to? Understand this. I would recommend go to Rishikesh, hmm. go to Varanasi. Just be on your own. And I think these spiritual trips should be solo trips. That is a time you realize that there's something that is holding you. You can't go with family. You can't go. You have to explore. You have to let go. Something also we are realizing that you can't go to such places until you are invited. So it's jigenek. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. You have to feel the. You have to feel the calling. Hmm. Otherwise. Not possible. Like for me, I have not done any pilgrimages or anything yeah. ever. Right? The only time I've gone to Rishikesh and all was to White Water Raft. Yeah. Which like, <laughs> so maybe some of my sins went yeah. away. The White Water Raft. The place called you know. Hmm. The place called you know. All of it. And I've seen many people. They don't go to temples, but they are spaces walking in nature, or just sitting somewhere, or just being on their own. So that is also good. As far as you have a space to connect within and understand how nature works, you're good to go. So you don't necessarily need to be going to these places. They help. I think it depends upon how your karma is, and I think it depends upon if the place is calling you. Mm. 
you will go even if you don't have money you will be you land up there you land up there this has happened with us hmm. at times we had no money we have traveled so many places and there's this connection which it works out hmm. and later in life you realize that it has worked out do you have certain places where you go for thinking or you go for certain purposes that you know <laughs> f- like personally has like oh i've had an epiphany here of you know i often sit next to ganga hmm. i often ganga mai just sit in the night and that place is just Next time you know coming to Rishikesh, I'll take you to my place. Hmm. We'll sit together. We have to. <laughs> the last time around didn't happen. Probably calling was not strong enough. But we'll sit yeah, we should spend one. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. And now she's turquoise green, and I think the place also plays a very important role. Hmm. And even the people around you, they play a very important role. Yeah. If you're not mentally strong, if you're mentally strong. nothing matters no because the people around you again influence you you go na definitely, why is this person doing this why did this person cough in the middle of me doing this that's the funny definitely definitely we create so many things you know this one's feet are smelling scent yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like so <laughs> many things we create and it is all about that you versus me that comes in again everywhere you know another problem is we can't accept anyone else hmm. very rarely very rarely now when people say i can't meditate Yeah. What is happening? Yeah. First of all, what is meditation? That is a topic that we need to address because nowadays every Tom, Dick, and Harry wants to meditate. Mm. So I, for personally, meditation. When you start, I'll give a very simple answer. When you start meditating, it is not going to happen. People think I'll close my eyes and I will just cross the crown or I'll see some dimensions and look. That is not going to happen. When you start meditating, it will actually teach you how to operate in this world. Mm. it will make you stronger it will make you receptive it will help you to deal problems it will make you aware later when you start going internally that is where the magic will start meditating is being aware of your own existence and the most simple art and what is the ultimate goal of meditation is self realization but in the beginning we can't just sit cross legged and meditate no you have to work on your breath then only meditation will start now when you are meditating is it a blank mind or is it a question answer that goes on is it a vision that happens what do you feel uh, let me put it in very practical things that we are seen in meditation when people start meditating a beginner i'm talking from a very beginner thing in fact i'll give three things that will help you also for a beginner who has never meditated do some candle gazing we call it tratak hmm. not candle diya gazing we do it then we do some breath work why did you change it from candle to diya because we never use candle tratak actually in the text is diya okay and there's so a not in tea light kind of yeah. not in a tea light not tea light because i'll tell you how it works they used to use mud the clay pots mm. oil and cotton wick okay. and three individual have properties to purify the surrounding okay so generally wax was avoided so right. i came back to that again mm. and we keep it that will help you to come in the now breath work will calm the mind and then you just close your eyes for 5 minutes mm. this is for beginners now when you start meditating there are different methods and different experiences people start seeing spots people start seeing lights people start being pulled up people also go into other dimensions and what not these are all passing phases the highest meditation is when you experience bliss allah we call it you get goosebumps and all mm. the higher states also you start crying yeah you start crying you start venting for no reason mm. you feel an ecstasy you get some you know mm. ecstasy those all higher states and then in the highest state of meditation you are one with the cosmos that means if i'm sneezing here mm. and you are in japan or you are in rishikesh you will come to know mm. you are one with the cosmos so these all steps which builds up very interesting how the journeys are amazing, for all of amazing. these and what i have realized with time the highest meditation is when you're doing every job with awareness hmm. because once that job is done you become one with that job and you become an actor with time but those are higher states 
what's interesting is that many of us are born with a religion background correct how do we either use the religion background or become curious about other formats so yeah. we grow or we start looking at the world slightly differently you know what i would recommend for our generation if you're talking about modern people looking into uh, spiritual evolution question everything look for reasons don't have blind faith hmm. question everything if i'm telling you do tratak ask me why give me the benefits then only you will enjoy the journey otherwise we'll become puppets so i believe in that thing correct i question everything to my guru i question everything i do my own thing i experience own thing that is you i can talk today i question is, question experience question question experience at the same time be ready for failures also mm. because that is a time where the ego is nicely grinded that is what we need yeah so question fight walk on the path and you will realize that in this process you will realize that nature is beautiful mm. multiple things are happening help is coming from everywhere and you're never alone we want to sit in comfort zone want to know how my chakra will open then how god is there you are never going to evolve only after revolution there's evolution let everything shake and break yeah down. yeah you have to break you mm. have to break if you read the stories of the greatest saints they have gone through some major downfalls mm. then that highest state has come so that duality is a must in life If you enjoyed this episode I want you to do two things share it with three people one and make sure that you're subscribed we also have a youtube channel called the habit coach awesome 180 you can check out snippets there you can also follow ivm podcasts on twitter instagram facebook linkedin and if you want to follow me i am at ashton doc on twitter instagram and everywhere else you can also explore my books one habit a day the book of good habits for kids and change your habits change your life or if you prefer online courses they're all available on my website i am ashton doctor your habit coach